0: Lock talk radio What's your sign? Do you know? Let me guess your Scorpio What's your ride? Dr. Craig, and you're listening to
1: Inside Connection Radio, coming live to you from LA tonight on these days that are getting warmer. Summer's coming in. We're going to be doing a show tonight on the approaching Grand Shrine. That means when there are planets in each of uh, the signs that represent one particular element So there are three signs for each element There are three water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces And we do have planets in those three signs right now It's somewhat of a rare occasion, somewhat of a rare occurrence And we'll get into it in a little while I'd like to do the Global Energy Minute um, you know, we had a lot of planets again in air Right now presently We still do have the Sun, Mercury, Venus And Jupiter in Gemini So very similar to last week Moving a little slowly But Mercury is right on the cusp of going into Cancer It's uh, within uh, half a day Of uh, going into the next sign so rather than sort of repeat some of the things I said last week let's just say it's a good time for communicating a good time for communicating in an affectionate way sense of humor should be very good this is a great time for writing Is a great time for socializing and connecting The moon moving into Pisces is probably going to give us a couple of days that are going to be a little odd Because Pisces is square to all of that Gemini Since the moon just went into Pisces A little conflict between Pisces being so, so concerned with deep emotional issues And Gemini not being concerned with um with that being more interested in collecting information bouncing from one topic to another and socializing so if we feel a little bit pulled between seeing our life as a melodrama and seeing our life as a as a, a sitcom that's that pull between um Pisces that piscean energy and um this this um Gemini energy So Mars is also going to be changing now And it's going to be moving quickly Within one day into Gemini So while we're losing a planet in Gemini That will be Mercury Mars is going to be moving into Mercury So moving into Gem, moving into Gemini So Mars is going to be moving into the next sign too There's some sign change, changes happening Within the next day or so Mars in Gemini is of course going to be More proactive as far as communicating People with Mars in Gemini Gemini can be very talkative, can have a very sort of um, uh, energetic, motivated sense of the way in which they communicate. They're very excited. They know a lot. They want to be able to tell what it is that they know. They want to be able to contribute the information that they have. So Mars and Gemini moving in there, adding to Venus and Jupiter and the sun is going to Going to move it more from a sense of thinking and communicating in that way More towards simply uh, more of a talking or teaching or reading Something less uh, about the, uh, the semantics of language And something much more about getting our point of view across to other people So the energy is going to shift to a more convincing form of Gemini communication Uh, Saturn and Scorpio, we're going to be talking a little bit about tonight Is still in a really nice, almost exact trine with Neptune Mercury will be moving into that trine, which is why we're going to have a grand trine Uranus and Pluto, still in that square, and we have seen more stuff Uh, Israel being unhappy with uh, the Russians supplying weapons to the Syrians I noticed that this week So, you know, we're, we are sitting on a little bit of a pressure cooker With Uranus and Pluto being in a very tight angle with one another right now um, That's your Global Energy Minute I'm Dr. Craig Martin And we're going to get straight into the show It's a call-in show So anyone who would like for me to do a reading please give me a call in at 213-943-3395. I know you're out there because my blog talk stats tell me how many people are listening to the show live and want to give a shout out to all the people who are listening to it in the archives. Thanks for being there for us. So I do have somebody on the switchboard. Uh, Area code 561, you're on the Inside Connection.
2: Hello, hi.
1: Hi, how are you tonight?
2: Good. How are you?
1: Good. Do you want me to look at your chart?
2: That would be great.
1: Um, who is it? Who's calling?
2: Lena. My name is Lena from Florida.
1: Have you called in before?
2: Yes, I have. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Let me just check and see. Um. Open up the astrology software, and um. just one second Mhm Yep Software is loading really slow Okay Uh sorry about that Okay, so um you're gonna have to tell me your birth information again.
2: It's uh March seventh, nineteen
1: sixty two. March seventh, nineteen
2: sixty two. Yep. And, and uh what time? Twelve oh three PM.
1: In the afternoon,
2: right? hmm I New York. Right.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: So you are a Pisces and you have uh, Cancer rising <clears throat> mm-hmm. with a lot of planets between the ninth and tenth house. And so you're very sensitive uh, because you have the Sun and Venus in Pisces and being a woman. Uh, you know that's going to be very strong, you know, strong part of your personality that you're very sympathetic and very concerned with other people and their well-being. You also have um, uh, several planets in Aquarius, which makes you a bit of a humanitarian, somebody who's also concerned with people, but at a more cerebral level. The combination when I see people who are Aquarius Pisces combinations like this make someone who's really capable of being someone's friend and being really a very good friend. Um, Having cancer rising, that's a whole other story because it's a more fundamental kind of desire to protect people. So maybe you overprotect your friends. Maybe you try and overnurture them or overprotect them. And It makes the moon the ruler of your chart, and you have the moon in Aries. So, at least that gives you some strength of your personality and a desire to, because in the 10th house, I would think some desire to work. Are you working? hmm Say it again? No,
2: I've been out of work. No, I've been out right. of work. But I've been going yeah. to school.
1: Right. And that, that, I think, has a lot to do with the fact that Neptune's been in your 7th house, and... You know um, that you still have a strong focus on this area of your ninth house, where you're wanting to continue to educate yourself, even at this time. But it still surprises me that some work opportunities haven't emerged in the last year or so. Have you had any kind of hits for work, or you haven't even been
2: looking? No, I've been looking. No, I've You've been looking. looking. I did have a, I did have a job in uh, November. It did it last just about two months? And then that ended, and uh, but I have been looking. I thought I was coming close on a few jobs, but nothing came through. Okay. Um, I'm really looking. I'm really, you know, actively, you know, spending actively a lot of looking. time. Actively looking. Okay. Actively. I mean.
1: Well, the one thing I can tell you is that something definitely will change as the summer gets moving, because Jupiter is going to go into your first house and mm-hmm. whenever that happens whenever a planet moves from the 12th house to the 1st much of what it is that we've been working on for years comes out in the in like our our what we would call like our general personality so if you've been not working for a while and you've been doing a lot of say like spending time doing inner exploration and things like that or you've been really kind of the 12th house can sometimes be a feeling of hitting rock bottom then yeah. you know at least at least moving into the first house can bring some new life into The the way you are in the world Sort of just the way you are as a person Your personality and what it is that you're doing So since the Ascendant rules the way people see you Jupiter coming across the Ascendant is going to give you a little bit more energy And give you a little bit more, I think, excitement about who you are And what it is that you want to accomplish That's pretty much happening in July so, um, you know, I would hang in there for a little while longer, keep working on school and maybe see how your um you know, your career life changes or benefits from um Jupiter moving into Cancer. It will square your moon, which which is good. It also rules your ascendant. I think there are some fairly positive transits coming when Jupiter changes sign.
2: Is that true? You gain weight when it goes into your first house.
1: It can. It can, especially okay, with cancer uh-huh. rising. Are you worried about that?
2: Yeah, because I've put on a lot of weight in the past five years, and I can't afford to put on any more. I've been trying to exercise and right. watch what I eat. Well, you know, you know interestingly, really
1: I think that one of the things that, that it, it can also do is that it can bring... Um, that's just the shadow side of Jupiter, you know, is overindulgence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you yeah. don't have to become overindulgent, you know. It's like that's still a part of a choice. Like what are you going to choose from that energy? I think that Jupiter going into your first house can also help you to lose weight if that's what you want to do with mm-hmm. that with your you know, your your body and the way that you look. It doesn't have to mean that you gain weight just because. It's sort of a very old limiting interpretation of Jupiter. Is that everywhere it goes, it just makes everything bigger. So I don't, I don't really agree with that.
2: Okay, because when it was in Pisces, I did not feel Jupiter. I don't know why, but uh, I did not feel the aspects. I'm hoping when it hits Cancer, it would be, it'll be more beneficial for me.
1: Yeah, I think it will you have a lot of water signs So it's going to make some trines It's going to square your moon Yeah Let's think positive Do think about Do about,
2: hmm? you think I'll be moving too during that time? Because I've been living with my niece since last summer And I really need to get back on my own And get my family back Because I just don't feel right Not having my kids in my living with them
1: Right Um you know? It's there. The energy for you to move is there. Um, I think it's much better after July.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. You're welcome.
1: It. It's good to talk to you again. Okay.
2: Thank you. Bye.
1: So let's talk about that Grand Shrine in Water that's going to be coming up this weekend and it's particularly the most active on um Monday. So, very exciting uh, bit of energy that's going to be available for us over the weekend and moving into next week. Uh, last show I did was about uh, actually the element of air, and this Grand Trine of Water is going to give me a little opportunity to talk about the element of water. Um, water is generally about our emotions and our uh, sensitive nature, our feelings, but it also rules things like our imagination. And our ability to, to tell a story, to tell a story, you know, to, to, you know, make a story, um, interesting, um, by, by using that imaginative process. So that in general is, is what water is like. It's also a good shoulder to cry on. Water makes a good listener. Water really understands, because if you think about the nature of water, it permeates. So since water, like, soaks in, People who are watery are able to sort of soak into us and feel what's going on with us And that can be very reassuring So if you know people who are easy to talk to or who you want to sort of bare your soul to, things like that Those are usually watery type people But specifically, the grand trine that's happening is going to be mercury, which rules our mind In cancer, which is the sign of the mother a sign of nurturing So there's a communicative sense of nurturing That's going to be emerging after tomorrow When Mercury moves out of Gemini and into Cancer Over Pretty much right away It's going to be establishing a grand trine That's going to get stronger and stronger until Monday And that will gradually fade out next week With Saturn in Scorpio Which has been our very serious uh, need to uh, connect with people on an intimate level To explore shared experience To look at issues of trust and intimacy Very strong, focused energy To be able to be disciplined enough And unafraid enough To be able to approach people And um, talk to them Or communicate with them On some emotionally honest level Emotional honesty That's really a definition of intimacy And Emotional honesty Is being really called upon All of us by having Saturn In Scorpio And finally the other water Sign is Pisces And the planet that's in Pisces Is Neptune And Neptune this is actually the Ruling uh, Sign Pisces rules, Is ruled by Neptune And um so, there's this very strong, high functioning energy here. Neptune, our ability to transcend, our ability to go within, uh, our ability to explore art, and our ability to be empathetic and transcend our own ego through kindness and love. It's very interesting that the glyph for Neptune is a very interesting thing to note. That the glyph for Neptune is very similar to the glyph for Venus Venus is the circle with the cross below it And Neptune is the crescent with the cross below it And the circle represents our spiritual nature It's representative of the sun So it's like saying, well, the sun is above the material The cross usually represents the material plane So the, the, the Venus is the sun above the material plane Neptune is actually the moon above the material plane So it's about our emotional life And many astrologers think that Neptune is a higher octave A higher expression of Venus Because it functions with the same loving nature That helps us to transcend our own personal ego Through acts of kindness and compassion Neptune in Pisces is... is Like double that It's like, you know, love and compassion squared It's taking the natural tendency for Neptune to ask us to transcend through whatever process And putting it in the Piscean realm where we're even more sensitive and more connected Neptune in Pisces reminds me of the dream world And I know a lot of my clients and I myself have been dreaming a lot more vividly in the last few months um, And Neptune in Pisces Is a part of that Activation of the pineal gland The part of us that actually Has a psychic connection to others Pineal gland also known as the third eye So since Neptune and Pisces Are connected to that area of the body The physical body Neptune in Pisces is creating An awakening of our ability To receive information From A non-tangible, non-physical source Something more energetic Like being able to recognize that someone is in pain Or is in uh, frustration or is angry Being able to sense that Even necessarily if they're not around us It's not so much just a good read It's actually what you would call a good feeling Something that's like a Passing through us An energy that passes through us That we're very sensitive to In total The Mercury and Cancer Saturn and Scorpio Neptune and Pisces trine Strongly represents Our ability to communicate With ourself and others In a kind and nurturing way It's an ability to say Well I can trust better I can establish trusting, more trusting relationships Or I can create forgiveness See, Scorpio in general Could be more revengeful and holding on to things But with this Neptune trine And now with Cancer adding this piece to it Over the weekend, Mercury and Cancer There's going to be an ease With which we're going to be able to let go of old grudges That we're going to be able to let go of old petty grievances that we have By the same token we might have an ease of being able to let go of the escapist behaviors that we've been dealing with Neptune and Pisces could also have been flushing out of us old escapist behaviors from Drugs and alcohol to food and oversleeping and wasting time with things like television or the internet in excess That mercury and cancer is this place where we're going to be able to find our own inner mother For lack of a better you know word, we always talk about the inner parent But if we have inner parents, the parents that we're carrying with us for years and years Then we have an inner mother and an inner father. And Mercury in Cancer is going to be saying, here's the inner mother. What is that energy? Could have been your father that was actually the more nurturing type, but then in that classic archetype, he functioned as the mother. What does that inner mother, what is that inner mother able to say to us that's reassuring in a way when we see some of the Saturn and Scorpio or Neptune and Pisces parts of our personality, some of those more fearful and distrusting or um the dishonesty of Neptune and Pisces, how are we able to say in that nurturing way to ourselves and maybe to important people in our lives, Scorpio represents that. Pisces definitely represents the important people we would have a a deep emotional connection with as well How are we able to say to ourselves and to those people I want to be able to um, love you, nurture you The self, I want to be able to nurture and love the self In a way that seems protective and considerate of the fact that you're exploring boundaries you're exploring different realms of energy here in in the water element the the realms of connecting with people on a deeper emotional plane or feeling compassion for someone that we 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 might otherwise think um doesn't act in a way we like because and so we're taking it more personally and to be able to say i need or i can Act In a more loving, compassionate and nurturing nature I can see where I, myself and other people around me Who are important to me Need guidance and protection from an emotional level From an emotional level Those reassurances that water is asking for Those validations that water is asking us for our feelings for say someone who's been uh acting out and eating let's say someone in particular in mind and then you say you know to that person i understand or that person says to themselves i can validate that behavior for you because you've been feeling fearful distrustful you've been you've been working on um elements of Compassion and empathy to the point where you've felt martyred. That's a side of this watery trine in Pisces. So there's there's uh, a multifolded layer of communication that's going to be possible between ourselves, you know, with ourselves, and also the communication that we're going to be having with others. The communication that we're going to be able to have. Um, between us and people that we actually care about So the energy is actually really very good It's heightened I think it's heightened by the fact that the moon is in Pisces now Because if you're going to put the moon with Neptune Which we are going to be doing for um, Friday, Saturday and a little bit of Sunday um, that That's going to add... Particularly tomorrow Which will be um, Friday the 31st There's going Because I'll tell you why It's because the moon Is going to be in the low degrees Of Pisces tomorrow And by by Saturday and Sunday It's going to be in the higher degrees So in specifically talking about The moon also activating Part of this uh, Grand Trine in water Uh, Tomorrow is going to be the day where we're going to see an extreme heightened sensitivity in ourselves If we are willing to tap into that I think that um, different people that I've been talking to Their inner voice is stronger than ever And, And they may be dealing with feeling like they don't really want to to upset other people, they're being very sincere and wanting to take into consideration their own actions, but at the same time they're needing to be true to their actions, based on Saturn and Scorpio, they're needing to be honest about their actions with, with uh, partners and other important people in their lives but that there's actually an inner voice that's creating that, that sense of honesty with the self first So to begin with, this grand trine has to be personal for each one of us. It has to be a part of an energy where we say, well, I recognize that I've been behaving this way, but, you know, it's being sensitive or looking at it from a framework of the other person's point of view, there is an, there's another way of viewing it. I don't have to take it personally. I don't have to be so angered by um, someone's actions. Uh, I I don't. I I can make uh, choices that are <laughs> considerate of another person's relationship to me. Even if it's a place where we want to end a relationship, the 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 compassion of, of um cancer in relationship to Pisces is so strong that it's going to bring out a feeling of, you know, I'm going to really need to um make sure that when I communicate this is Mercury in um In Cancer when I communicate That it comes across in that Loving way That loving way that Wants to reassure That everything is going to Be okay So I think that that's something really Important and you know we've been talking A lot in the global energy minute about the Uranian pluto square and um and also obviously Saturn and Scorpio, which in you know previous cycles of Saturn and Scorpio has represented some really profound and um cataclysmic changes for society and yet even when we do that, even when we're looking at the changes that we need to go through right now. And we see some of the painful transitions that are necessary for mankind in general to step up to the next level of our existence. The next level of our existence. All about taking care of the planet and the you know, our climate and the way in which we're taking care of our water and taking care of each other and education and food supply and population, the list is endless, everybody knows the issues that we're dealing with, but we talk about those things sometimes in terms of, oh, this conflict particularly, let's say, the Uranian-Pluto conflict is going to create something bad irreconcilable, you know, apocalyptic and, you know Species ending detrimental And it's really just not true Even when we have growing pains I don't know if anybody remembers Having growing pains I actually had them um, When I was 13 or so And they hurt <laughs> Even when we have growing pains um, We uh, We still Come out the other side of it And everything is okay Those pains are not Representative of Something bad actually happening, it just hurts sometimes to extend our boundaries, to expand our presence, to go from one state of being to another, much like I guess adolescence is you know adolescence is literally our form it goes from one state of being to another, and in an evolutionary process, um, you know mankind is 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 doing that. Right now, in a very big way. It's a very big, monumental shift that we're going through. It's not a small change. And we have had those shifts historically, but never necessarily quite this big. And the reason is because we're all connected now. You know, you pretty much can't be in any country on the earth and not hear about some big thing that happens somewhere else you know in our history it's never been this way so our connection our, our our global connection obviously ruled by the media and the internet which is very aquarian age is is pushing us to evolutionary change it's pushing us into an evolutionary process when you see things like in particular Even small things Although they're auspiciously beautiful Like this grand shrine in water They represent the stepping stones That are in that grander process That are in that grander, more grand plan That that more grand plan that's saying We're going to be evolving in a place of deeper compassion We're going to be taking more responsibility for ourselves And become more hard-working we are going to become more genuinely dedicated You see, that's Pluto in Capricorn at its best That's Neptune in Pisces at its best We are going to represent and, 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 um, and glorify the individual Rather than putting us all into our own specific little cartons So that we can perform specific little duties For hierarchies that are no longer serving us And this Uranian and Aries energy, which I'm talking about, is making us push through and honor and evaluate the individual and the individual's right to be an independent person, to not have to be just a follower, but to have our own voice and to feel good about it, to feel good about it. So as we're pushing through and and we're saying, you know, Allow yourself to express yourself in that in a Uranian and an Aries way. Be an individual, but at the same time integrate that with the the responsibility Capricorn that you have towards elevating your existence Pisces. That's how we see. We're all going to be okay. That's how we see the greater part of. What's an ongoing story in the show? What's an ongoing story in in our lives? That story of the Global Energy Minute, which from week to week is the unfolding of the opportunities that we have to grow in that process of individual identity, embracing individual responsibility, and transcending into a place of love for ourselves, for each other, and for the planet. I see the... Uh, the trine that's happening this weekend As the perfect opportunity to become more honest Scorpio More honest With our own desire To communicate in a more loving way Mercury and Cancer And to really feel What it is that someone's el- what someone else is going through Neptune and Pisces So that we can communicate in that loving way lovely it gives us a it gives us a real opportunity for us to open ourselves up in the most beautiful and profound way you know because if our existence is about anything it's about loving ourselves and others i mean you know you don't really have to speak to very many gurus to hear that you know, like if I go and I open up any of these books that are on my shelves and I look for it from Amici or Ramana Maharshi or Titnath Han or the Buddha or Jesus or um um uh, uh, Ramakrishna or any of the great Hindu leaders, what's the one thing you're gonna hear from all of them? Our major life purpose is to love ourselves and each other, and we do that by honoring our individuality and honoring the individuality of others. Our ability to do that is being heightened By having certain major planets right now in water Where whether we're watery or not We're all collectively being asked to Examine each other from that perspective of feeling Connecting, emotions, that watery realm Very, uh, sort of Deep, kind of profound, um Place for us to be I um. I want to Encourage people out there who are listening On the show or who listen in the archives To call in and get a reading I think that um, The readings, the astrological Readings are actually Something that can Open us up to our Own potential, show us Something about what's really going on For us being able to give us the path towards processing some of the you know, harder uh, emotional uh, experiences that we have, some of the harder physical realities that we go through, finding a way to process that and go through that and be able to come out the other side more whole and more integrated and having more honest, more beautiful, more safe relationships with each other. I'm going to leave you tonight with Nick Drake's Pink Moon because it seems light and lovely. And uh, I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection on Blog Talk Radio. I'll be here next Thursday at 8 p.m. Pacific. I hope everyone has a lovely weekend and enjoys and revels in that beautiful Grand Trine in water. Good night.